Hey there, so thanks so much for joining me today. I'm excited you decided to listen. We're going to be talking about spending alone time with God. So let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus said that when we gathered in his name, that he'd be here in the midst of us. And so let's believe that he is. Jesus, we thank you that you're here and that you want to do a work in our hearts. And especially you want us to know how you feel and how you feel about having time alone with us and how much you long for it. Help us to get it, Lord. Help us to feel your feelings right now. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. In your name we pray. Amen. He's so good. He's so in love with us. And, you know, he was sharing with me today about how um, he feels. And um, actually, we're going to be talking about fasting and um, how, you know, we kind of like don't like to do it because we get so uncomfortable. Our flesh is just so uncomfortable. And um, God was showing me that if we really had an understanding of what fasting really was, if we really understood that it was just really that he wanted to be with us, it would be so much easier, right? If you knew how he felt and he just wanted alone time with you. You know, we spend alone time with people in our lives and it's important that we have that alone time and we share how we feel and, you know, right? And God is saying he's jealous of that. He is so jealous of that, that we don't take alone time with him. And so that is why we're supposed to often be fasting and praying, because really what he's saying is that he wants to be alone with us. Doesn't that make it all the much easier and better? Isn't that like more comforting and knowing that, you know, um, he doesn't want us to be suffering? Because if you ever went on a fast, your flesh suffers. It does. And and God can make it better, but when you first, and I, I'm not making light of going without food, but at the same time, God is saying, that isn't it. And the reason it's so hard is because that's what we're focused on. We're focused on going without food. I want to read to you in Matthew 9, 14. Then the disciples of John came to Jesus inquiring, why is it that we and the Pharisees fast often? That is, abstain from food and drink as a religious exercise, and your disciples don't fast. And Jesus replied to them, he said, Can the wedding guests mourn while the bridegroom is still with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. And so what Jesus was saying is, I'm here now. There isn't a need to fast because I'm here. I'm with you. But when Jesus is gone, then we got to get alone. We got to fast all the busyness of our life. And, you know, God was really pointing that out to me today that um, we're so busy, we don't have time to fast. And we're so busy and we don't have time to fast. It's because we're deceived into thinking what a fast is. Like them, they're like, we go without food. And um, your disciples aren't. And they're still doing it because they don't get it. And so, you know, really the closer we get to God, the more we know his feelings, the more revelation we're going to have. And we're not going to be living under our own understanding, under our own opinion. And that's what we do without God. And so all the more reason we should be fasting and praying. And, you know, praying is just having conversation with God. And fasting is what he is saying, is just putting everything else aside, making an appointment with him, a date with him. And just being with him. 
you ever heard him say fast three days? He's saying, I want three days alone with you. That's what he's saying. And also in my life, um, he has taught me to live a fasted life. And a lot of this, um, I hadn't really put together myself. I haven't put together myself, but this morning he was putting all these puzzle pieces together for me. And, and I was talking to him about how hard it is to just go without food and how I can't even do that without his help. And so his help, you know, comes with revelation knowledge. And so even what I knew before, I know more now. And I understand he just wants to be with me. He just wants to hang out with me. When he, when he tells us to um, go on a fast, he's saying, I want to hang out with you. I want to be with you. And so how exciting is that? He just wants to have time with you. And I think it's amazing that he would tell us how he feels and he was doing that this morning. In fact, he was showing me some things in my life that I still put before him, and I hadn't even realized it. And isn't that how it is if you have a relationship with someone, and then finally they share with you how they feel about something, and you had no idea until they told you. And that's how it is with God. You're not going to have any idea how he feels until you sit down and take time with him. Till you abstain from all the busyness of life. You know, this morning I was just thinking about, and actually yesterday, because he has been talking to me about spending more time with him, even more than I had been. And um, so, and actually, you know, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back or anything. I just count my time that I um, prepare for my messages, time with him. And it's true, it is time with him. But he wants personal time where he can tell me more how he's feeling and I can talk to him about how I'm feeling. And so really that's all I'm saying. But in that time, you know, I was imagining where I'd like to be as he was showing me that he just wanted to hang out with me. You know, um, it makes me think of Revelation 3.20. Jesus said that he's knocking at the door of our heart and if we let him in, he wants to come in and dine with us. And I always just think, well, he wants to hang out with us. He wants to be with us. And so anyway, I was just thinking of this perfect place to be with him for three days with absolutely no distractions. Because in our busyness, there are distractions. And so we have to find a place where we can just turn everything else off and um, just hang out with him. And you know, part of that, the food part of that is um, God has taught me a fasted life where I'm not eating, you know, Daniel, he, he did a 21-day vegetable and fruit fast. He abstained from rich foods, and he was certainly strong. The Word tells us that. He was healthy and even stronger than the king's men. And so anyway, um, in doing that, it, it's a much clearer connection between me and God because when we're eating that rich food, you know, we get that food coma and then you eat some and you want more and, you know, constantly just really bombarding um, your body with food. And then, of course, then everybody's got to run to the gym and work it off. And it's this vicious circle of eating and working it off and then eating and working it off. And, you know, when you work it off, you're more hungry when you're done and so anyway, you know, it, it's, an, it's an okay thing, 
But what God is saying is don't eat so much. And don't eat so much rich food so that you can stay close to me. Make it a fasted life so that when I need you to go cast out a demon or lay hands on someone, you're ready, you're prepared. Fasting our lives, the busyness of our lives um, with food makes it so much easier to focus on God because you're not thinking about the food, you're thinking about God. Really, that's what it is. I mean, Jesus, when he went into the wilderness and he didn't have any food for 40 days, it was, I just imagine it was him and the hills and the wilderness and him and God until Satan showed up a few times and tried to wreck things. But, um, you know, he, he knew that he was going there to be tempted and tested of the enemy, and that is part of it. But what God is saying today is that when we do that, we're going to get to know him more. We're going to know his feelings, um, and um, he, he, he is jealous of us not taking that time just for him so that we can resist the enemy. And, you know, I was talking about the food thing, and when I get off into eating too much and eating those rich foods, my life isn't the same. Things start getting... Um, a little more fuzzy, you know, that, that confusion comes in, the enemy is right there. And so um, what Jesus was saying to them, what I, what I see is that they were just religiously doing this thing. And I've religiously tried to fast many times. And so this revelation is awesome for me as well. I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. But as I abstained from the, the rich foods and um, the overeating, not eating so much at a time, it is a much clearer connection with God. And you can hear him talking to you so much clearer. And when you do that, you're saying that, um, I want to hang out with you, God. And you can still be in the midst of your life and hang out with him. You can still hear him and talk to him throughout your day. And I was saying, I would just love to get away for three days by myself and just be with God and not have all the distractions of the world distracting me. But um, you can still do it right where you are. If you're a mom and you have kids, I, I've done it. Um, you, can, you can abstain from food and God is going to anoint you and make it easy for you. But so it is time with God and he just wants to hang out with you. He wants to be with you. He wants to dine with you. And um, so putting those other things off, it, it gets you to that place where you're relying on him. Talked about that yesterday for your nutrition. Um, and again, I, I want to point out, he's, he's not wanting you to suffer and be out of energy. And he anoints you in that fast so you're not suffering. I remember one fast I went on, it was pretty lengthy and I missed my jog, and he said, go ahead and do it, and I did it, and it was easy. It was easy, and that was just a water fast, you know, and God will tell you what you can have and what you can't have, and he's going to lead you, and um, you're going to have his understanding, his wisdom, his revelation knowledge, and in that place, you know, he wants to just love on you. He does. He, he wants to build you up. In my notes this morning, I was writing how, um, you know, if you're ever with someone that just makes you feel really good and you just long to be with that person, 
That's how it is with God. He makes you feel really good. He, he shows you your value to him, and he builds you up. And really, after you have that intimate time with him, and, you know, that lengthy time with him, from there you can really go and love your neighbor. I have such a compassion for people after ha being with God and him having all that compassion for me. But the other thing that I want to not forget to talk about is God longs to be with you. And when you're too busy um, for him, it hurts him. He wants to be there for you. He wants to do the things in your life that you're struggling with. He wants to just do them for you. And you really can't even know him until you spend time alone with him. And so, you know, in this time where we're even preparing for his return, you know, we don't know the day or the hour, but um, he wants to warn us. He wants us to let us, he wants to let us know personally that the time is near and how what we need to do to prepare for that time. What we need to get fixed up in our lives, and where we're missing it, fix all those places where we were confused. When you spend a couple days with someone, um, and when you spend a couple days with God, you're going to come back strong and fulfilled, and um, you're going to have a knowing that you didn't have before. Just like if you hang out with someone for three days, you're going to know more about them than you did before. And, you know, so it's kind of like when you get engaged to, to someone, um, you, you got some time under your belt where you know them, and then before you marry them, you spend more and more time with them, and um, maybe call it off because you don't like something you found out. But with God, there isn't going to be anything you find out that you're not going to like, and you're not going to want to cut that off. But here and now is our time to know him. And so he, he's calling all of us to fast, young and old. And all it means is he wants to hang out with you. He doesn't want you to suffer. And when you do it the right way, you're not going to suffer. Your, your flesh isn't going to be screaming at you. And so, yes, God is calling us to fast, to get alone with him and talk to him, have conversation with him. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and they follow me. So in that time of fasting, if you never heard God before, you're going to start to hear him. And, um, you know, it's not always just him talking, but it's a knowing. It, it's a knowing. It's sometimes even his thoughts passing through your mind. And it's amazing to find out from God how he's feeling, what he's thinking, and how your relationship is with him. Um, I love to be corrected. I love to, for him to tell me how he's feeling and how he sees things because it's really never the same as how I'm looking at it. I heard him say, actually, this morning, acknowledge me in all your ways and I, I will set your paths straight. And so instead of depending upon ourselves, if we acknowledge him, you know, acknowledge him in fasting and prayer, just, you know, always be looking to him live that fasted life where food's not the most important thing to you or exercise isn't the most important thing to you or stuff, putting him first, that's what he wants. He's jealous for your attention. And so if you get up and even fast the first hour or two, um, you're going you're gonna to have his attention and you're going to be making him happy. It's impossible to please him without faith. 
And um, you're not going to get faith without spending time with him. He's got he's so in love with you. If you never asked him to come and live on the inside of you, then I'm going to just pray with you right now if you'd like to. Revelation 3.20, as I mentioned, says that Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart, and he wants to come in. He wants to hang out with you. He wants to spend time with you and have you know who he is. He wants to make everything in your life good. He said, I have come that you may have life, have it to the full, until it overflows. That's the kind of life he wants for you. And that really, that life does come from fasting and praying, spending time with him, getting on your knees every day, and just giving him your soul attention. That's what he wants, just your attention, just you and him. You know, so often we do the church gatherings and they are good. And then we go home and we never connect with God again until next Sunday. And if, if that's who you are, and you change that, and you meet with him every day, and your conversations go from morning or Sundays to, to mornings, and then your conversations are going to be all day long. You're going to be living that fasted life with him, with you all the time. He loves you so much. And so don't, don't start fasting, and if you didn't, um, if you ate something, don't, don't live in that condemnation. It's the enemy trying to get you to be religious because God's going to empower you. So the, the key to that relationship, to that um, uh, fasting relationship, is the relationship. Just make sure you're spending time with him. Cancel everything else and put him first. Put him first for everything. Put him first, like make an appointment with him every day and don't let anything get in the way. Um, I remember when the telephone was on the wall and it was always ringing when I sat down, when I got on my knees to be with him. I had to take it off the hook. And so maybe you got to go put your phone away, you know, because now we got that annoying phone that's always going off and distracting us and pulling on our flesh. And he's just saying, how about just you and me? Get off Facebook, you know, get get off all, all of the internet and just be with him. Just get out a plain old Bible <laughs> and just some music and a candle and just honor him. Be with him. Hang out with him. Even if it is 20 minutes in the morning, that will grow. It will. You'll get addicted to that because he's going to make you feel wonderful. He's going to make you feel really good about yourself. And so before we say that prayer, I just want you to know that the prayer isn't like your um, key to the doors of heaven, but it is an, an invitation. It's an invitation for a relationship with Jesus and to become his friend. Let him be your God. Be in oneness with him. Be on the quest he is on, and that is to make sure that everyone comes to know him. So, you know, when you start to know him, you can share what you know, and then others um, people around you, your neighbor, then you can, and your neighbor being anyone around you, then you can share with them and they can come to know Jesus. And then one more soul that wouldn't perish could happen. So good. He's so in love with us. Let's say that prayer, dear Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you want to be with us, that you are a relationship. You're the God of the universe, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, and you just want to hang out with us. 
We love you so much for that. We thank you so much that we're so important to you. And um, even that you have something for us to do to be a part of your quest right here on the earth. And we thank you and praise you that you would empower us as we go and just put things aside and just be with you and even abstain from food because we want you so much. And I believe we want you, Lord, but as you said, the wisdom you gave me is that we're looking at it as a religious thing. And it's not. You're just wanting to be with us. And how good is that? How wonderful you are. You are so wonderful. And anyway, we're thanking you that you're living on the inside of us and that you want to. And I just thank you for the persons that are saying this prayer for the first time, that you would just manifest yourself to them right now. And I thank you, Lord, that you said we can't do anything without you. And so we're just depending upon you that we can be your witnesses, that we can be committed to you, and that um, you can help us to just put everything else aside just to hang out with you. I love you. We love you. Praise you. Give you all the glory. In your name we pray. Amen. So she said that prayer, John 1, 1 tells us that he is his word. And so when you look at the word of God, you're going to get to know God. And um, when you actually do the word, when you live in it, when you apply it to your life, you're going to get to know him even more. And so, um, and in that, make sure that you do a little bit of that fasting every day and then just let it increase more and more. God is going to show you things that you had no idea um, about and about him and about yourself and, and about heaven and living on the earth and living in heaven on the earth and so much more. And so thank you so much for listening today and we can do nothing on our own. God bless you.